This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hey, 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 loyal listeners, welcome to another episode of Agency Intelligence Podcast, where we give you real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. This is Jason Cass, and I am happy to be back with you. So maybe as you may have read when you started it, that this is a cast solo, um, and this is about how to start an agency if I was you today, okay? Now, you're going to understand that um, I'm going to go deep. I might be all over the place. If you're a loyal listener, you're used to that. But what I'm going to do is is I'm going to try to explain it from the eyes of a new agent, but I'm also going to try to explain from the eyes of an established agent, right? Um, A new agent being maybe there's somebody that um, has worked in the business for four, five, six years, and they're now starting their their own agency. I'm not going to speak from the person who's fresh off the street that's starting their own agency because I don't think that may necessarily be the best idea. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I'm just saying that's a big struggle when you're jumping into this baby. Um, and I just wouldn't recommend it. I think the best way is to get some training. That's what me and many other agents have done. Watch others and figure out what they're doing with the successes and what they're doing with their failures and try to emulate one and ignore or try to stay away from doing the other. Now, here is um, something that we're going to talk about. I want to talk about um, getting markets, right? I wanted to talk about discovering who you are. I want to talk about prospecting. I want to talk about servicing. I want to talk about technology and probably other things that come in there. So I, I just want to get to those. And we may dig real deep into things and we may stay high into some of those. But before we do, I do want to remind you of WeGotYourPodcast.com. WeGotYourPodcast.com. We do podcasts. If you have a niche or you're wanting to start a niche, there's no better way to build authority than with WeGotYourPodcast.com. So be sure to check that out. And also AI Mastermind. I welcome anybody to join me. If you hit me at Jason at Agency-Intelligence.com. Call me. Let's do a little 20-minute call. I'll let you know what the mastermind's more about. If you like it, great. If you don't, no big deal. And during that call, if you want to talk to me um, about some of the stuff that we're going to learn here in this podcast, please do it. Jason at agency-intelligence.com. Jason at agency-intelligence.com. Okay, let's get on with that because I uh, there, there's a lot of stuff there, guys. We're really, really needing. This is not a commercial. This is this is the truth. This is Jason here that we're we're needing each other right now more than anything. We are doing so much in the mastermind. And I'm not telling you that we're doing a lot in there. I'm saying we're doing more than we used to. We're doing a bunch of Facebook live videos that are straight just to the group. We have our two meetings of where we meet. We're having side meetings where we're trying to learn from each other. There's also other small groups that meet with inside um, of AI mastermind. It really has been taken a life of its own. 
We've been around for six years now, steadily growing, got 167 people in the group, 68, I think, uh, somewhere right around there. And uh, we would love to have 169 or 170, and that be you. Keep in mind, it is an agency membership. So you get paid from, have the agency pay it because anybody who wants to be involved can't be involved. All right. So now, starting an agency is probably the best decision or readjusting or steering your agency. Here's here's a little uh, tidbit. So when I started my agency, um, I want to take you back right before that to kind of set you up. Maybe you're familiar with it. I started with my own agency in around, two, or not my own agency, with Mike Beard in 2002. Eventually started my own agency in 2010. When I left Mike Beard in 2005, it's because he was 45 minutes away from me. If you don't know who Mike Beard is, he's my number one mentor. You can go back three or four years and listen to a podcast about the best mentor ever or something like that because he was the best mentor ever. Uh, still is a big influence in my life to this day. And and I left him because I could literally get a job f- four blocks down the road from my house. It was a very large agency. It's one that I wanted to work at, um, but I didn't have any experience and no one would hire me. And Mike did. He trained me. I made him some money, and after three years, I went and joined this other agency called the Insurance uh, Partnership. And the Insurance Partnership was really great. Tom Simpson is a guy. He ran the agency. Um, he still runs in it today. He's since sold. But one of the problems that we had was probably something that a lot of you have ran into. Um, and maybe when I'm speaking to you, maybe I'm thinking I'm speaking to you as the veteran agency owner. And this is something for you to learn. Maybe I'm speaking to you here as the producer who was in my spot. But Tom told me a bunch of things that would happen in 2005 if I joined the agency, what my future would look like. That was really, really great that he did that because it allowed me to have the confidence in him and the agency to be able to go out there with my family. Keep in mind at the time um, in 2005, I have a seven-year, I'm serious, six-year-old and a brand new baby, okay? And I'm getting ready to leave something that I built for three years and then move into this and he gave me certain things. And I can't say a lot of those things weren't done. Yes, they were, but a lot weren't. And when you're dealing with a young guy who's got a fragile family and probably has entrepreneurial ambitions as I did, you it only takes one or two cracks in the concrete before the moisture gets in, freezes and expands it. And it's easier to expand and expand and more cracks turn into bigger chunks falling out of the concrete. And that's exactly what happened here. Um, And here's what's amazing is I told uh, Tom that I was going to be going to be leaving. And and, and Tom always had a a great faith in me. And I always had a great faith in Tom. And I want to let you know right now, uh, his his name is either here nor there. What I want you to know is that it's a real person. I want you to know that this was a person who trusted me and this was a person that I trust and we did business and I owe him a lot. I really truly do owe him a lot. I owe him and the team at the insurance partnership a lot because they taught me everything that I know today. But it was amazing whenever I decided, and I won't go into the story, that I decided over Thanksgiving in 2009 that I was going to go and start my own agency. And um, at that time, I went and told Tom when I got back from uh, being gone. Uh, for for Thanksgiving, and as I'm telling, as I'm talking to him, I tell him that at the end of the year, January first, I'm going to leave um, and start my own agency. And he was like, "Okay." Now, now, as an agency owner, think about this and how often you may have heard this or be in this situation. I've talked to many other agency owners 
who have had a very similar situation as what was going on at this time. And over the next month, I was working at trying to, you know, make sure I could move accounts. I didn't have a non-compete. I was vested in my book of business. Um, and so there was some legal action that had to happen. Legal action, meaning good legal action, no lawsuits or anything, but we had to come to an agreement on what he was going to buy my book out because in the five years I had been there, I had killed it. Now keep in mind that there's about six or seven agents working in this agency. The youngest one is probably around 60, um, second youngest. And then there's the youngest me who's, uh, let's see, what would I have been? I've been 27, 28 at the time. So you can kind of see here that, I mean, it was great because the wisdom they gave me was beautiful and the, and the contacts they, they helped me establish were just unbelievable. Still have some of those contacts and those accounts to this day. But what was amazing is, is I think it was a day or two after thanks or after Christmas that I had my office cleaned out. And I said to him, I said, you know, I said, I think that I'm going to, um, I went and shook his hand and I said, you know, I appreciate everything you've done for me. And, uh, and I said, but I got to admit, I never thought that you would let me leave. And he shook my hand and he looked right at me and he says, I never really thought you'd leave. Where was that disconnect, right? Where was that lack of communication? I really don't know. I really don't know. But it was there. Communi lack of communication or the... Um, the misdirection of communication, it not being used in a correct way or understood in a correct way, let's say that, is 95% of the world's problems. When you think about your problems that you may have with your spouse or your kids or your friends or, or politics or anything, it usually comes down to lack of communication or maybe miscommunication. And that's what happened there. So as I started my agency, I was I was kind of put in a spot. So reason why I speak to the agent who was in a spot for a while is that you kind of come with an established of who you are, okay? You come with, I'm a commercial guy. I'm a personal guy. I like technology. I don't like technology. I like to prospect. I don't like to prospect. I'm a very reactive person. I'm a proactive person, right? These are the things that you should know about yourself. These are the things that whether you've been in business for a, a year, three years, or four years as an insurance agent, you should know this about yourself. If you've been working in an agency that you now are taking over that agency, you should know that about yourself. And you actually have an edge up because you not only know who you are, you actually know who the agency is. The new agent doesn't have, the new agency owner doesn't have that luxury. So keep that in mind there as an established agent. You both have pros and cons. Now, the first thing that you should do, and this is the part that, you know, agents' eyes used to glaze over, business owners never wanted to think about it, but it's like vital today. It is like how you will be successful. It is a substantial part of the great separator. And that is discovering who you are. That is building your brand. That is creating your culture, right? That's the stuff that was like, oh, this is not the sexy stuff. But it is. This is the sexy stuff. When you started a business, you wanted a business that was going to be successful, that was going to be profitable, that was going to be something in the community, that was going to be admired, that was going to be excellent, which was going to be the best in its field, whatever it could possibly be. That was your dream. This is where you build it. This is where you put it on paper. 
And this is probably one of the most important things you can do. There's a reason why a lot of people out there who help people build brands charge a lot of money. Now, I'm not saying they're expensive. I'm just saying they're really good at their what they do because you and I are really bad at it. Okay? I'll just think of one right now. Kelly Donahue Pirro. Now, I'm not saying she's expensive. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that she's one of the greatest out there at doing it. And it's not me just saying that. It's other very um, highly visible agents who you respect. Okay? You just may, may or may not know it. But it's people like that that can help you form this. Because we need to know who our brand is. We need to know the audience we're going to attract so that we can build the authority. That's what it is, okay? So who are we, right? Like when somebody asks you that question personally, like who are you, right? Who, who, who are you as a person? This is what we're going to do as a business. So at the Insurance Alliance, my agency, we are an agency that writes commercial insurance. Boring, bland, you can get into these mission statements and all that, and you can get into that, and that's what you need. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying that right now, that's who we are. So when people start to ask us about writing their, their motorcycle insurance or their life insurance or their health insurance, I want people to immediately think in our agency, that's not what we do, but let me listen more to see if there's a way we can help or maybe we can guide you in the right direction of who's going to be the best help for you. That's what I want my staff to think, okay? That's what I want them to think. I want us to spend our time on servicing our clients. I believe that servicing our clients creates better sales. Listen, not more sales, better sales. I'll take better sales over more sales any day. Almost everything in the world, you would take quality over quantity every day. I mean, seriously, I mean, you give me a bag, you know those jelly beans that like, they're not Starburst jelly beans. You guys know I love Starburst jelly beans, right? Well, you can give me 10 Starburst jelly beans, or you can give me a whole hundred of those regular jelly beans that we used to have to suffer through in life during Christmas and, and Easter before we had Starburst jelly beans. You could give me 10 Starbursts or a hundred of the other jelly beans. I'm taking the 10 Starbursts. It's better quality. It's what I like. It's who I am. It's what I like to eat, right? That's what I am. So when somebody offers me jelly beans, I'm going to look at it and say, hey, I like jelly beans, but are those Starburst jelly beans, right? That's what we're doing with commercial. I like insurance, but let's make sure that you're going to fit. This is not about them. This is about us. This is not about them. This is about us. Now, some of you are like, wait a minute, wait a minute, Jason. You said you got to know who your brand is and you know audience. Because we have to know who we are. Before we get engaged, before we start to create friends, we have to know who we are. There's a lot of times you go through life, you turn to be 30, 35, 40, and you turn around and you look and you realize that some of the people you hang out with anymore are not the one of who you are, it, who you used to be, but now you know who you are. That's the same thing here. I say it all the time. A relationship is a relationship is a relationship. And what that means is, is how do you make relationships with your friends, your spouse, other people that you have relationships with? That's the same way you're going to establish a relationship and you are going to do a relationship in 
your agency. Are you ready to transform the way your business communicates? Look no further than Lightspeed Voice, the ultimate solution for insurance agencies seeking a seamless communication. I've used them for over eight years. I'm telling you what I'm reading is the truth. Picture this, crystal clear calls, advanced features, unparalleled, flexible, tailored, just for you. That's Lightspeed Voice. Tired of drop calls and outdated systems? Lightspeed Voice has your back. Say goodbye to communication hiccups and hello to a new era of efficiency. I love that. Boost productivity with features like call recording, voice to email, and effortless call transfers. Work from the office, from home, or on the go. Lightspeed Voice keeps you connected wherever your business takes you. Don't worry about the transition. Our dedicated support and onboarding teams will guide you every step of the way. Make the switch to Lightspeed and join the ranks of satisfied insurance agency owners, like me, experiencing the power of seamless communication. Ready to elevate your agency? Visit lightspeedvoice.com or call 877.97-VOICE to schedule your free demo. Lightspeed Voice, we're more than just talk. Cast approved. So when I say this is about you and not about them, right now, that's what we're doing. We're developing who we are, okay? So if we decide we like commercial insurance, what type of commercial insurance? If that's what we're going to go after. And the other question is, are we going to do personal lines? Yes. But are in, uh, but these are the things we have to think about. When are we going to do personal lines? Is this something we're going to start selling immediately? We're going to stay strictly on commercial lines. And so there's a lot of different avenues and agencies are like fingerprints. So I'm going to start with something very, very basic into the fact of when I'm discovering who I am, I'm going to give you a general sense of what I would do today. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I would do. Now, keep in mind, I will try to skirt it towards that new agent or the established agent. But in today's world, I would suffer more. In today's world, I would suffer more and meaning I would be more picky than the higher quality at who I'm going after. In today's world, I have about 13 to 15 people that I prospect in commercial lines insurance. And if I write three or more of those in the next 12 to 24 months, I can't handle it because that's the type of person we try to write. But we're also looking for 40, 50, $60,000 in premium accounts, minimum 20,000 revenue, revenue, not premium, revenue accounts. And we're looking for 40, 60, $70,000 revenue accounts. So you can see that the size of those accounts now, it's not realistic for me today to say that if I started from scratch, I could do that. I couldn't. If I would have properly been trained or I would have trained myself before I went on my own about what I know now, it would have been there. And see, the secrets are there. The things that we used to do in the past, the things we're doing now to write these big whales used to be done at the big broker level. That's where, that's where it was done. And it was like, well, to be able to do that, you have to know how to do this and do that. Folks, there was a lot of things that us smaller agents couldn't do because technology lacked. 
We didn't have social media. The only way we, we ever shared any knowledge was at a conference or convention. We used to hoard the information we had. This day and age that we're used to in the last five to 10 years of sharing information amongst each other to make it better, um, whether that's on social media, direct messages, whatever it could be, that's not how it was 10 years ago. It was barely that way five years ago. So it was a different world out there that I was coming into. But today, I would be training myself on who my client is and who my customer is because that's also going to help me when I start my company or start my own agency as to how I'm going to get my carriers. That's what I did. I being a big commercial agent, whenever I started my agency, before I did, I went to my carriers and said, hey, I'm going to be leaving and starting my own agency. Will you come with me? Nearly every one of my commercial client, uh, companies came with me. Personal, uh, that was a little bit of a trouble. And that's why I reached out to an aggregator to help me with my personal lines. And I'm telling you right now, do not do that. There are better options out there. I'll get to that in just a minute when we're, just, when we're talking about getting markets. But before we get the markets, we have to know who are we going to go after. This is something we do. Now, a lot of you may be coming from a, um, an exclusive or a captive agency and you're starting your own independent insurance agency. And one of the reasons why you're doing that is because you're tired of representing just one company, exclusive. We call you captive, but exclusive is what you call yourself. The deal is, is that's a lie. And that's a lie that you think from looking over the fence that you need to have a lot of companies and, and markets. And you don't. Because what you do is you discover who you are like we are in the brand. Now, when we discover who we are, let's say that we decide we are going to write just nothing but high value personal lines, right? Or let's say that we are going to write nothing but um, artisan contractors. That's all that we're going to do. Or let's say we're just going to do manufacturers that are 100,000 in premium or more, right? Maybe we're just going to write um, anybody who comes in the door, but we're going to make sure that it's well-rounded. I don't think that's a good idea, but that's a that. But I mean, the well-rounded part's good, but just writing anybody that comes in the door, I don't think is a good idea. But hey, every description I just gave and a million more all work and are successful in this agency. That's another or in this industry, and that's another thing to re recognize that the things that other people are telling you can and can't work, they're telling you the truth and lies because everything truly can work. I've said it before. You can do the wrong thing, and if you do it consistently enough, it'll become the right thing. It's just really crazy. That is a lesson in telling you how powerful being consistent is, right? Okay. So getting out there and finding who you are and discovering that. Building a business plan. A business plan does not have to be tough. You can go on Google, you can look up a business plan for any industry, and you basically can kind of read the pre-fill of what's in there, and you can figure out what you've realized in your established agency or as a new agency owner when you were with your other agent. You'll kind of know that stuff. Why, the reason why it's important is discover who we are because when we, we discover who we are, we attract that type of person. When we attract that type of person, it makes our prospecting easier, but it also allows us to have authority. This is what this is all about. In this world today, the authority rules, okay? And I can, and I can prove it to you over and over, and maybe some of you know it, but I want you to recognize that word, authority. Authority is something that people are looking for. Now, maybe in our society and the things going on in the world, it seems like the, they're unruling and don't respect authority, but we're talking about insurance and we're talking about clients, 
prospects who are tired of getting bombarded with products and services and phone calls and communication messages that have no relevance on them. It has no relevance on who they are. It has no relevance on the product or service or their business. And yet we're just blasting them. They're looking forward to having a phone call from someone who understands their problems and solutions. So you need to find out who you are, build that authority and or build that audience and attract them and then build that authority. Today in building authority, it's similar to, I remember back when I was young, so we're going to say in the 90s or so, I used to read the newspaper, I've always read the newspaper, but I used to read it and when I would, I would, I would notice that there was always this column in the back by the obituaries or something that would talk about, um, it was a CPA and he would write about tax information. And it wasn't long. It was anywhere between probably 200 to 400 words. He would just talk about breaking down a 401k or doing this versus that. And I remember the rest of my life, whenever I would, whenever I was going through high school and then I got out of high school, he was the person I went through for my taxes. And I, I remember when I would see him at baseball games or football games, I would always think to myself, like, there, there's that CPA guy, right? Like, he, that dude knows what he does. If I ever needed tax problems, I'm going to that guy, right? I was little and was thinking that because that's what we do. We listen to other people and their advice. And if the advice is good or it seems a lot of people are taking that same advice, we will start to build that person up in our head. This is coming from our parents. This is something that we've learned a long time ago. We listen to our elders. We listen to people who we think have more knowledge or in one area or all about life together. So we're building that authority is what we're doing. And what's fun about it is, is you're doing it and you know you're doing it, but the person who's receiving that authority or understanding that you are the authority figure don't realize that the, the process is going on, just like I didn't realize it when I was reading that newspaper um, article from the CP, uh, CPA. So we're building authority. I can't say it enough. It used to be blogging. Blogging was really huge, and that's what we were doing. We were building authority. Yes, we were giving information out there and talking about, hey, blogging about what dog bite is best or should you have rental car. All those things were building authority because it was something you knew that they needed to know. They had a problem, you had the solution, or at least you could lead them to the solution. Keep that in mind. You don't always have to provide the solution as long as you can lead them to the solution. That is the best option. That's why you shouldn't try to write every type of business. You should be able to, we should be professionals in what we do, and we should refer out the business that we don't. Kind of like liar, or, or lawyers, <laughs> liars, <laughs> that was subliminal. Uh, so kind of like lawyers. Kind of like doctors, they're professionals. They refer out things that they're not good at. It builds authority in the mind of the patients that they feel secure knowing that this person does this and I'm going to even trust them more than my general practitioner or somebody else that I know because this is what they do. So this is important. It's just not being a doctor. It's how do I stick out being a doctor? It's not just being an insurance agent. It's how do I stick out being an agent? right? And that happens and you build that authority by discovering who your audience is, which I should say is how you develop your niche, okay? So those are very, very important. I can't say it enough. I know I talked about it a lot, but discovering who you are is so vital and is a game changer. It is a game changer. 
It was a game changer for Travis and I in 2015. We rechanged the game again in 2017 with the help of Billy Williams and some other people. And now David Carruthers, not only David Carruthers didn't change our agency, he helped us give the tools and the knowledge to be able to execute what Travis and I have set up with Tom Baker and Billy Williams over the time back in 2017. And that is to go after larger accounts. That is to say, we will no longer brag on how many clients we have. We will no longer brag on how many policies we have in force. We will now start to brag on how much revenue per client because that is the economic fuel that will drive your agency and create lives that you've never even um, thought possible. Not to mention, it's really, really great to know that you're helping somebody in something that you specialize in that they don't really know anything about. So that is really, really important. Okay, so, so far we've talked about, you know, my scenario, trying to help the new agent, trying to help the established agent, and then discovering who you are. I think that this is really, really vital at discovering who you are because it's really, really going to um, set the tone for everything. I was told this back in the day. Keep in mind, at the beginning, at discovering who you are, this is about you, not about them. When you discover who you are, you will realize who you're going to attract. Before you attract them, set up a way that you're going to build authority. It used to be done by blogging. It used to be done, then it was moved into video. Now it's moved into podcasting. Which of those three mediums is better than the other? It depends on your audience. I will tell you which is best for you as far as time. If all three of those build an audience, or all three of those build authority within that audience, would you not want to do the one that either is easiest to you or you have the most passion about or the one that you have to spend less time? Any of those answers are correct. But with a blog, you have to do the research, you have to write it, you usually have to edit and post it. Same thing with the video. Not so much with the podcast. You record it and you walk away and everything is done. This is the reason why I have went the podcast way because I saw it, like in this podcast you're listening to right now that I've had since 2013, I realized that I could build authority and I used to write blogs, I used to do video, I still do, but it takes so much of my time. I would just rather do the podcasting. And also, think about this, when somebody is wanting to read an article, they're trying to give you five to 10 minutes at max. If someone's gonna watch a video, we know it's hard, you even think about it yourself, to watch a video more than a minute to three minutes. If you're really interested, you might last seven minutes. You as a loyal listener, you're spending on an average of anywhere between 35 to 55 minutes on a typical podcast listening to me. And sometimes you'll go back and listen to it twice. That's a deeper connection, that's a deeper intimacy, and, and it requires less work for me to do it than the other two mediums. That's why I think that it's important. So what I'm gonna do is realizing that I'm 28 minutes into this, I'm going to cap this off. And I know I want you to know that we're not gonna get through the whole thing, but we're gonna release a part two in this because I am trying to do my best to have shorter podcasts. I really truly am, not always successful at it. But if I continue on with um, getting markets, prospecting, servicing, and technology, Boy, I, this would be too long of a podcast and I want to keep it bite-sized for you. So look forward to the next podcast that you'll be getting, um, which is going to be part two of how to create an agency or how would I create my agency today? 
um, looking at it through the eyes of a new agent and an established agency. So I hope that you got something out of this as your as a little nugget gem for you. And this has been Jason Cass with Agency Intelligence Podcast, where we give you real agents, that's me, inside real agencies, the Insurance Alliance, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. That's going to be big when it comes to our next one. We talk about getting markets because every agent that gets into this and tries to get their own markets is being steered the wrong way. And that is real agency intelligence coming from me right to you. Remember, tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas. I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Cass. I'm out. Hey, loyal listeners, when you hear me say CAS certified, that means that we use them in our agency. Are you a local insurance agent looking to take your business to the next level? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS, aka Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. But like in today's world, we use these initials like it's cool because it is. It's hip. At Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they offer the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing market. That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and the guidance you need to see your agency succeed. Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't you survive in the competitive insurance industry? Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions today. Get started today and learn more at mbsbrokerage.com. That's where you learn more, mbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified.